Well, good afternoon, everyone, and a very Merry Christmas. Uh, I'm embarrassed at how I have Googled some of those same things. And, uh, <laughs> I think the correct term is searched it out. Sir, sorry, yes. We are live streaming this. Apologies to all other web searching platforms. Um, I have drank expired eggnog. Wow. It's... I wouldn't recommend it. I just want to know, are you going to share any of those cookies over there with me? Yeah, I'm... Are we allowed? I don't know. I don't know either. That's not. Maybe after. Um, here we are. December 24th, it's been, at least in our house, it feels like it's been five or six weeks of preparing for the next 24 hours. And uh, I have searched many things online. I have looked for gifts. We have decorated trees. We have made decorations. We have made gingerbread houses. We've done a wide variety of things in our house. And, and yet the, the tension that we always feel in our house is, yes, it's good to have these traditions. It's good to do all these things. Uh, but we need to keep the message and the right things central. And, and yet when I think of Christmases, especially as I was growing up, um, these family traditions are often what help, help me link back to the Christmas story and help me think and rem- feel the very things that Christmas really should evoke in us. And, and so growing up as a kid, um, you know, we have some, some kids here this evening. Some of you have been convulsing for about three days now in anticipation, and I was once one of those children, and, and yet I remember my mom uh, growing up as a way, because this is what parents do, they want to feel the morning. They want it to be drawn out. They want to watch each thing opened individually. It needs to be an occasion. And yet for you kids here this morning, or this afternoon, you just want to destroy everything as fast as possible. And I've been there, and I get that. And so what my mom would do is she would make us stand, me and my two sisters, and we would have to sing on the stairs uh, Silent Night for like an eternity. <laughs> it, was, it was awful. And when we got down, we would do our stockings. And then right when you've had a taste, it was, okay, now we're going to have a three-hour brunch. And then you have your brunch, and then you go on with your day. And, and you, so talk to us a little bit, Paul. Uh, tell us a little bit. When you think of your childhood Christmases or even the Christmases you had with your kids as they were growing up, you know, what were some of those traditions that came to mind? Yeah, sure. I remember. As I was, there were five kids in our family, right? So it was like, uh, it was like a mess on Christmas morning. And uh, <laughs> we'd be up before the sun got up, and Mom and Dad would be saying, don't you touch anything until we come down. And, and then after we'd gone back to their bedroom like four or five times, they would tell us we could open our stocking. But, like, that was it, right? And then you had yes. to wait. And, and then Grandma and Grandpa would come. And, um, you know, and it would be a great time. Um, as, I, as I remember kind of different times in my life, there were different parts of Christmas that I remember. When I, when I was a kid... I remember the gifts for sure. And uh, I was thinking about that yesterday, thinking about this, and I picked this up out of the garage. Um, This toboggan was given to me by my mom and dad when I was about 10 years old. Um, So this toboggan is now more than half a century old. Um, (laughs) 53 years ago, when I was about 10 years old, uh, my mom and dad gave me that. Um, It took me to some near-death experiences a number of times <laughs> in my life, but now it hangs on the wall, and uh, I never intend to get, I can't fit on it anymore, but um, the gifts, like, so you remember that, and, and it was an amazing time. I remember other times as you get older, you appreciate different things, and uh, you, you appreciate the food, there's always way too much of it, you appreciate family coming, and people visiting, and all the rest of it, but ultimately, when it comes right down to it, you, like, you remember the gifts, the gifts. And uh, uh, this one, 53 years ago, was given to me. And that's a thing that always takes me back 
to the right reason and the real reason for uh, why we do all this. And it takes us back to the gift of Jesus Christ, right? Mm. Because the, the incarnation leads to the cross, for sure, and Christ and his sacrifice for us. And, and that comes out of that amazing gift from, from Ephesians 2, for by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It's a gift from God. And so I think it's always good to remember in all of the gift giving and all the rest of it, the most amazing gift. Um, Christ came at exactly the right time in Galatians chapter 4 and verse 4 it says um, but when the fullness of time had come God sent forth his son born of a woman born under the law to redeem to redeem and so God in his timing in his right timing he sent a gift to redeem and Jesus Christ came so that we could have the hope of eternal life but but Christ had to come and live the life that he led to demonstrate and be the only right and righteous sacrifice for what was needed for us. And so I think about different things. I think about the gifts. I remember the gifts that hangs in the garage. I, it, my kids will probably have to get rid of it someday. But it reminds me and takes me back to what the real gift is, Jesus Christ. Right. And it brings back so many of those emotions, right? Like mm-hmm. I can remember standing or sitting or where I was at specific points in times where gifts were given to me. <clears throat> and, and that's when you feel, especially not to get into the whole love language thing, but gifts, gifts is a big thing for Mark Hosh. And, uh, and so when people give gifts, that's how I feel loved or that's how I feel at peace or how I feel uh, just most comfortable. And, you know, so whether it's a sled or Jesus Christ, what are the things that we ought to kind of feel and believe this Christmas? Well, I think as, as, as we get the focus off of some of the things that are out there, the trees and all the food and all the rest of it. I think when I, I think about the shepherds when they came um, and they saw the Lord and uh, they were amazed and, um, you know, they, they were glorifying God. Um, and so as we think about Christmas, whether it's moms and dads leading your family or in your own divorces, it's how do we get our eyes fixed back on the glory? How do we get our eyes fixed on to glory? Because that's, that's what we're supposed to be about anyways, right? To glorify God. And uh, when, the, uh, when the wise men came, it says they, they fell down and they worshipped him. And, uh, and so as I think about those things in my life, I, I think about how do we get that focus um, tomorrow or tonight when we're around the table or however you do your traditions. How do we make sure we don't lose sight of the one who we are worshiping and the one who deserves the glory? Um, you think about um, Philippians chapter 2. It talks about Christ coming and how he surrendered. Didn't surrender being God, but surrendered and came and humbled himself and became a servant. Why? So he could accomplish what needed to be accomplished. Well, this is that humbling and all the rest. As we think about baby Jesus coming, now just think about what God is doing for us in that that process and how God is working in that his plan of salvation as Galatians says at the right time uh, God did this so that we could ultimately have the opportunity for eternal life Hmm. the flip side of this is too of course you know we we have a baby that's been born and I love the, the wording you just used and they were amazed it is amazing when you try to wrap your head around what exactly transpired on Christmas. And the flip side that I think can be so hard for people is our experience doesn't necessarily translate. And so I've always been fascinated with the Christmas story. And you think about what was going on in Mary's mind 
when she heard what, what Daniela read earlier tonight. Uh, when you think about, you know, what was going on in Joseph's mind when he figured this out, mm-hmm. this week I was reading it, and, and it's, I've been Christian 30 plus years, and this is the first time for some reason, I don't know what this says about me, but it's the first time that this kind of resonated with me where I've always known that there were two-year-olds and under that, that ultimately died because of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And you think about the moms and the dads of those kids, uh, the kids themselves. There's a side to Christmas where there's a lot of heartache and a lot of uh, negativity that has been kind of come out of that. And so what, what encouragement, what would you have? We, we know we should be amazed, but for the person who's here tonight who's just, just exhausted, what would you say to them? Yeah, and, you know, with all we've been through, I was, thinking, I was thinking today about last year, we couldn't even be in the room like this. Like, we videotaped a thing for everybody to watch, right? And, right. you know, that created its own anxiety, and, um, and people feel that. They feel the stress of that. And uh, even today, we're not doing this like we would like to be able to do it. But thankfully, we can be together, and we can fellowship together. I, I think in the midst of, for some, maybe the... the, the um, the sense of something's missing in their life or whatever is to realize, first of all, for those who put their trust in Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is the answer to what the world needs today. Um, the world doesn't need more gifts. The world doesn't need more trees. The world doesn't need more stuff. The, the world needs more of Jesus Christ. And, and we have the hope that's needed in our world. And so for the person who is uh, distracted or frustrated or um, hurting, I would, I would remind you of what's going on in heaven on this day as God sends his son. I remember when we sent our son off to college. He didn't go very far, but it was like, it was like a, we were a mess. Like, we were a mess, right? And I, I know God knew all that was going on, but God also knew what was going to happen in the life of this baby and what was going to be accomplished through all of that. And so remember, remember that this is all in the Lord's hands. There's no surprises for him, right? It's like we were talking about in church. They don't wait upon the Lord. There, there's a bunch of waiting that's going to happen now, about 30-some years before Christ would go to the cross, right? Um, and then we would see accomplished. But you were talking about what was Mary thinking? What was Joseph thinking? Um, been a lot of play this year on the Mary Did You Know um, song, right? I sent a comic out to some people that, that said, yeah, Mary did know. Of course she knew. Uh, the angel came and told her, right? Well, she knew, but then she had to watch and see and experience it, and right? So she knew who this Savior was going to be, but then she had to go through the experience of raising him, seeing him go to the cross, realizing the ascension, all that Christ would accomplish, and then it had to be her story as well, and uh, just a, a godly young lady who God used. But so again, back to what you asked is, is just like, help, help us, Lord, all of us. Because you can be in a room full of people and be lonely on this Christmas. Right? Help us to get our eyes fixed on what is accomplished in the uh, coming of Christ and then in what he accomplishes on the cross. Right. Over my life, I've, I've found I've gone through seasons where... You know, I've been an excited four-year-old, and there, there are definitely some of those in here today. And I've been a disinterested 14-year-old, and uh, I'm not quite 40 yet, but I anticipate that at 40 I'll be something different. Right. You would know. I would know. You would know. With rounding, you're 40. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you have, to, what would you want, um, 
the excited child, the disinterested teenager, um, the, the dad or the mom for 40 years who's been, who's been going through this and has gone through life cycles and has seen the good, the bad, and the ugly, what would you have for them here this evening? Yeah. If I was to put it down to one word, I'd put it down to the name of our church. Hope. Um, hope in Christ. Hope through Christ. Hope because of what Christ has done. And um, when, uh, when it seems like everything is a mess and we don't know if there'll be another close, closing of our society again, we don't know what we're going to do, and we get our eyes on Christ because he is our hope. I, remembering that our citizenship is not here, right? This is, we're passing through here, right? There's a great hope for us. And then coming out of that hope, I would say, then comes the responsibility of making sure we communicate, tell everybody we can about the hope that we have. Whether, whether they trust Christ or not, that's not up to us. We, we can't determine those things, but we can be faithful. And it's the hope of what we have in Jesus Christ that should drive us and compel us forward. And, uh, and that's what I would say, hope. Keep your eyes on Christ because he is the ultimate hope. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Love that. Well, well, I trust that you all have been encouraged. And I, and I know, don't know about you, but, but I definitely needed a little bit of hope, especially even in this last week when we've seen all that's happening and we see all the uncertainty around us. And regardless of where you land on that spectrum, regardless of circumstance, that's why I love Christmas, is it doesn't matter whether life is good or bad today, the, the message remains the same. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and hope, I think, is a good summary. And so I'd like to pray for us here uh, as we continue to worship and, uh, and, and fixate on that message of, of hope. And so, Father, uh, we thank you so much for your love and for your grace. Uh, Father, I thank you uh, that you were born out of in adverse conditions. Uh, you were not in a hospital. It was not a sanitary thing. Uh, but what a gesture and, and the symbolism that we see in that and the culture that you would have grown up in. And we, we look at what we're dealing with here today. And uh, God, I believe that there are people in this room who are uh, excited and uh, fired right up and, and should be. And there are some maybe who need to be reminded that uh, even in adverse situations, there is still hope. The message does not change. And so, Father, uh, song to song, skit to skit, talk to talk, conversations around the dinner table. Father, conversations that I'm having with my kids here this evening and uh, things that we're all doing, whether it's the traditions and everything that goes around Christmas, God, with the message of hope, be consistent. God, things change, you do not. And I'm so thankful for that here this evening. And so uh, I pray for the person uh, who is struggling here this evening. Comfort them. Give them reason for hope. For the person who's... uh, feels like this is the 40th Christmas Eve service they've been and they all feel and sound the same. God, I pray that there would be something tangible for them here this evening and even as they wake up tomorrow morning, God, that they would have new reason to be refreshed and excited that salvation has come. And God, for the person who's just uh, fired up, God, uh, I need them in my life. God, I pray that you would bring them my way. And, uh, and God, we pray just a blessing and, uh, and your hand upon them as well. And thankful for those people who, uh, who can uh, cheerlead uh, your birth. And, and so, God, we thank you for this church. We're thankful for the hope that you provide. Thankful for Pastor Paul and just what he has shared here this evening. And, and God, trust that we're, however old we are and whatever frame of mind we entered this evening, 
God, uh, thank you that you are here, that you are incarnate. Uh, God, thinking of Isaiah 7, you will call him Emmanuel. God is with us. Amen. Amen.